Shabbat Shalom, friends. This week, we shall be addressing the section of the Torah known as Pinchas. A section that has, for the past 35 years, become a very special section to millions of people around the globe. For there is no greater emphasis placed on any section, complete section, of the scroll Saturday morning as there is the emphasis on Pinchas. In fact, it has become widely, widely known as a section in which an incredible support of healing is aroused within the entire universe. And that on no other Shabbat can we have the full benefit, the full impact of healing as we can on this weekly reading of Pinchas. And of course including the entire dimension of Shabbat for those of us who are fully aware of the healing powers of Shabbat in general, the section of Pinchas in particular. What has brought about this, this very special distinction concerning healing and its relationship to this section known as Pinchas. For one, shall we say, yeah, for starters, an entire discussion an all-inclusive relative to the anatomy of the human body dealing with each and every single aspect of the human corporeal body as we know it is contained in the Zohar in reference to Pinchas. An enormous, an enormous amount of ink had been specially placed before us within this section of Pinchas to the extent that just this section alone fills an entire volume. However, to more fully comprehend 
the significance and the relationship of Parshat Pinchas to this very dire need of healing, to this so-called urgent necessity for a solution to what might what might be referred to as the illness disease syndrome of this entire planet in which very little hope is shared by the medical establishment as to the removal of the multitude of diseases that despite constant research, ongoing advancements of technology, the creation of better detection devices in the hands of the medical establishment. Nonetheless, all of these different qualities and features that have grown over the past 50 years still that ever-pressing medical cost to society, that intolerable bill for medical cost keeps rising, increasing with such an urgency that its cost soon will fly to the moon and simply there will not be enough funding to provide each and every single person on this planet with the medical care that one deserves and that one requires. We live in very, very difficult times. If nothing else, just turning to this one aspect of cancer, in which Pinchas, luckily or by design, will always take place during the month of cancer. It's reading irrespective of whether there is a leap year or otherwise, Pasha Pinhas will always make its appearance during the month of cancer. And by far, the one singular disease that seems to be overtaking every human being is cancer. Suddenly here, one out of one, 
one out of two men, one out of three numbers that indicate that everyone is going to become engulfed just with this problem, just with this malady, just with this plague known as cancer, and with no hope in sight. And therefore, but a fresh, a fresh fountain of water to nourish the thirsty with some information by which we can begin to reverse this ongoing fast-moving process of illness, reversing the tide that has become so overwhelmed. Pasha Pinchas offers us that rewarding benefit of solutions to a plague that seems to be beyond, beyond any reproach or solution. So in addition to the Zohars, enormous amount of information in which we can proper, properly understand the full consequences, the quantum effect of our bodies, which by virtue of scan scanning partial benefits for every individual on, on this entire planet that requires some form of medical assistance. The scanning, the scanning of the Zohar of Parshat Pinchas has already been so substantiated in its effect for reducing for reducing the medical consequences that we are faced with today. Simple, and it is simple to scan, for one needs not have knowledge of that universal language known as Hebrew to reap the benefits of what the light force that emerges from scanning of the Zohar can bring us. But there are many other factors that contribute to this incredible beneficence of God. The reading of this particular section 
has so many aspects that I'd like to enumerate a few of them so that we can understand and know and know the enormous influence that this particular section will shed upon our lives for knowing is the connection. At the very beginning, we have in the name of Pinhas a miniature yurt, meaning a smaller than usual dimension of the letter yurt. As we know, the letter yurt represents the smallest letter of this universal alphabet, the Hebrew alphabet, and it is as it is commonly referred to. And we have also learned that each and every single letter that appears in a reduced physical form represents more of the infusion of light with less physicality. The old adage of what is more is less and what is less of a physical nature provides us with a greater beneficial reward the yud and the importance of the yud for that is the very first letter of that important code name of the life force of God the tetragrammaton it is the first letter indicating it is the root of all that beneficence that benefits mankind so we have a reduced yud meaning the trappings, the obstacles, the interferences that come with this physical world. For that's all that this physical world represents. As Sir James Jeans some 80 years ago stated, that this physical world is but a blip on the screen interferes with progress. And so here we have a reduced version of the youth indicating to us that as powerful as that youth might be, in its normal behavior within the Tetragrammaton, we can expect on this Shabbat a greater influencing a greater impact of the life force of God because of the reduction in its physicality. And then we come to another very important distinction within the section of Pinchas, and that is within the word Shalom.
there is a letter of the four letters. The third letter in the word Shalom is a Bab. And strangely enough, the correct procedure for writing of this particular Bab is to have a crack in the middle of the letter. For those of us who are unfamiliar with the laws of the scroll, which state that if there is one letter throughout the hundreds of thousands of letters included in the scroll, if there is one letter that has a hairline crack, a hairline crack, invalidates the entire scroll. For there can be no letter with that empty space between its construction, its formation. And here, to validate the scroll, there is a requirement that this letter Bob in the word Shalom, completeness, peace if you may, must of necessity contain a hairline crack. Incredible. Why? Why would this opportunity be, be so constructed in a way that kind of violates the sacred rules of what constitutes a validated scroll. And so the capitalists have informed that what is so special with this reading of Pinchas, what makes this shalom aspect so special? That because if our true intent is to create peace, harmony, not only with ourselves, but with the entire universe, with all of our neighbors and friends and enemies, but have a very positive consciousness outlook on our particular behavior towards our fellow man, towards our environment, that with our mind we can take something so essential, so broken, as to invalidate this entire Torah, this entire scroll, and mend it. The teachers that on this Shabbat we have the ability to mend, to correct, to restore back to a very positive, a very constructive, and more importantly, whole, whole environment, a whole body, the peace that the word shalom embraces, the quantum effect of shalom, peace, is all included within this section 
known as Pinchas. Incredible. Nowhere in the Torah, nowhere in the Torah is there a sanction, permission for a broken letter, except in Parsha Pinchas within the word Shalom. And to take another aspect, very important, significant aspect of this week's reading, and that is again, all this takes place at the very beginning, at the very beginning of the reading where you have the word magefa, which means plague. And my friends, if you haven't come to the realization yet that one out of every three women will have cancer on this planet, if one out of every two men will have prostate cancer, then you're living in an illusionary world, a world that may signify for us, for you or for us, as a world filled with only joy and contentment and happiness. But those glaring statistics are discussing nothing less than plague. A plague is something that engulfs vast and huge numbers of people. The plagues of the past, which destroyed the lives of hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people. And yet, just these two medical impairments engulfs each and every single year millions of people by virtue of the same idea however we may term plague and what happens at that word plague in the middle of the verse in which this word plague appears there then follows a space now spaces in scroll in Torah usually occur after the completion of a full verse. Never, never will there be an open, a space provided the verse has come to a conclusion. Here, by design, the writing of this and every other scroll requires a space in the middle of this verse connecting us with the word plague. We have learned when we are to consider the importance of the relationship between the letters 
and the parchment, the, the, the paper, so to speak, upon which these letters appear, which carry a greater, which carry a greater, a greater impact of the life force of God. The infusion of that life force, which when brought to bear, will as on the physical level of reality, when light comes into a room, a darkened room, darkness must of necessity, by the laws and principles of this universe, make way for the light. And so when we raise the question, what has the greatest significance, the parchment or the letters? And my friends, the answer is the parchment. For the letters, the letters already, already create a limitation, whereas the empty spaces of the parchment indicate from whence and from where the light emerges. And so therefore, to remove plagues of any sort, and unfortunately there are so many around, too numerous to count, that indeed, when this space was required was to indicate to us that we have here an opportunity to remove plagues, all sorts of plagues, but this entire universe, and we can't do it for the entire universe, at least we infuse in that category known as plagues the life force of God. To whatever extent we, as a center all around the world, meditate upon that empty space and is bearing upon the plagues, the muggy foot that are striking so many millions of people year in and year out. But this light emerge and remove the degree the intensity of plagues within our own lives and the lives of all of those around us. And in addition, what we have, Pasha Pinchas, unlike any other, unlike any other section within Torah, the scroll, and that is the readings that take place on all of the holiday events. And we call them events because what, what does it mean a holiday? A holy day? No. It means that it embraces all of the light force made available, whether it's Rosh Hashanah, to change our destiny. This is not an event, incidentally, just for Jews. The entire world, the entire world 
faces up to the to the establishment of their destiny for the coming year. And so in this section of Pentecost, every every event or every holiday event which shares on its particular time and date that infusion of light required to eliminate the negativity that the purpose of which that event comes forth all of those events with all of the possibility of the light force being revealed is revealed on this one Shabbat, this one day of the year. Incredible. And so with this with this kind of understanding, and I am sorry to say that when I went through my education, past the rabbinics, post-grad, I didn't have the slightest idea that Pasha Pinchas was so different from all other sections in the Torah. Needless to say, I didn't have the slightest clue that there was such a thing as a Zohar, or in fact, the Zohar could provide us with so much information to improve the well-being of all of humanity. Shabbat Shalom and God bless you all.